This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Flunkies and junkies. I don't appreciate being kidnapped, but mead was delicious. We are back after a one-week hiatus for your home for everything modern-day NWA. Welcome back to the NWA Saturday Special. I'm your co-host, the Podfather, Scott Criscolo. And yes, uh, we uh, took an unexpected week off last week for... uh, scheduling reasons i was out of town and the doctor had some shit going on uh so uh we were not able to do a show last week but we are here this week and we're gonna uh get you all caught up on everything going on in the nwa because we are exactly if you're listening to this on saturday morning we are exactly two weeks away two weeks from tonight will be night one of nwa 74 from st louis and uh the card may be mildly uninspiring, but I try to be an optimist. It's not easy, but I try to be. Let me bring in the doctor, Dr. G, George Bellino, who's always an eternal optimist. He loves everything. The glass is always half full in his world. Oh, damn straight. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm the half full. You're the half empty. You're the miserable bastard. How are you, doctor? Um, I'm well, thank you. And uh, we'll, yeah, we... The card is a little uninspiring. I'm not going to lie on that one, but well, I'm not lying. It's total truth. But uh, but you never know. Maybe they'll surprise us. Well, uh, we are going to do not only we're not going to do a full recap of power from two weeks ago because we missed it. We'll do a quick recap because some stuff did happen two weeks ago that uh, impacts uh, NWA 74. So we are going to but we are going to deep dive into this past week's episode. And last Saturday's episode of NWA USA, which also had a pretty big match. So, uh, yeah, two weeks away. And then we'll give you an update of the card because a new match has been added that includes a visitor from the outside, which typical Billy, we need to jack the card up. So let's get one of my guys to job to some, you know, somebody walking in because they'll give us extra fight TV buys. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, All right. So let's uh, let's begin by. Actually going back uh, two weeks to the uh, the 8-2 episode. So not this past week's power, but two weeks ago's power uh, from Nashville. All of the notes, by the way, that I have were helpfully crafted by my good friend Josh Lopez. And you can find follow him on Twitter at Josh Lopez Media uh, because he's pretty great. All right. So this is the uh, power from uh, two weeks ago. It aired on Fight TV on August 2nd uh, in Nashville, which is actually where I was. I wonder how close I was to Skyway Studios. What do you think? I should have found it. Wouldn't that have been cool? 
Yeah, you were lost in the. Uh... I was lost in Opryland, which is pretty amazing. It's pretty giant, I gotta say. Uh, but holy shit! I wonder how close Skyway Studios is. I don't know, Doctor. We might have to take a trip. Anyway, the show starts. Kyle Davis is interviewing the OGK. That's of course Mike Bennett and. Uh, um. I just brain farted. Matt Taven. Thank you, Matt Taven. Matt Taven and uh, Mike Bennett. And uh, they want a shot at the world tag titles, but La Rebellion continues to be their roadblock to those titles. The OG, because that's the only belt right now, the only titles that are not represented yet at the pay-per-view, the world tag team titles, of course, currently held by the, by the uh, Commonwealth Connection. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, the first match is a big one. Uh, it is a number one contenders match. The winner will take on Jax Dane at NWA 74 for the National Heavyweight Championship. Your, uh, your uh, participants, Scion and Rodney Mack. <laughs> is this a fucking joke? <laughs> this is the best you could do. Yeah. They're a great, awesome mid-card guys all over this fucking promotion. And you put these two humps in the number one contenders match. No disrespect to Rodney Mack, really not. But, I mean, look, he's at the back end of his career. He's there to fill a spot in the roster. And Scion is fucking terrible, and nobody cares about him. He ends up winning the match. So it'll be Jax Dane and Scion at NWA 74 for the National Heavyweight Championship. Oh, no. Smell the buy rate. <laughs> I smell something else, and it ain't buy rate, that's for sure. I do smell something, though. Uh, May uh, Valentine. Uh, May Valentine had a backstage interview with Camille and Tom Latimer. Camille is not flustered by the fact that, once again, the hardest working person in this company will work both nights on NWA 74. Of course, she's wrestling Taya Valkyrie on night one, and she will wrestle the winner of the Burke Invitational on night two. Of course, she's being confident that she's going to beat Taya Valkyrie in night one. She believes it is the Billy Corkin conspiracy, which is an awesome storyline that's probably not going to happen. Caprice Coleman. <laughs> And Homicide have a combo interview, and Caprice Coleman tells our junior heavyweight champion that he wants a shot. Let's see buy rates going up for that one, too. Mm -hmm. I like Caprice Coleman. <laughs> Homicide's been a good junior heavyweight champion. He's defending the title he as well. Been. Yes. I... Doctor. He does. Where can everyone get? Because they don't like the guy that's holding it at the moment, nor do they like the guy that's going after it. So if they want to get their own world's heavyweight championship belt and start their own NWA <laughs> and carry around their own <laughs> Charlotte, where can one go? Well, people could be like you. And then they could go to www, you know, the World Wide Web. You know that thing called the World Wide Web? Yes, I know the ether. Bandubelts.com yep. backslash NWA. Yes. And then you could start your own promotion and have a better title match. Um, the second match of the night was a six-man, the ill-begotten and Rolando Freeman against the miserably faithful with Father James Mitchell, a team war match in his team one. Judas pins uh, Taylor with the uh, crucifix bomb. Uh, Colby Carino uh, says in an interview, um, he wants uh, a title shot. He feels like he's getting screwed. 
He's right. And then the main event, a title match, Tyrus with Black G's defending the world's television title against Odinson. Remember, Odinson won a number one contenders match several episodes ago. Uh, Tyrus hit the heart punch and won the match. That's about it. So there was the uh, power. How many from, is that now? That's got to be it. Pretty sure that's the seventh. If there's still ma- if this whole fucking shit still matters. I'm pretty sure that's the seventh title defense. So I, don't know, I wonder if Trank sensed it and, and gave him the title match before he actually accrued the... Nice job, Billy. Way to get your TV tapings in order. Jesus. Who's running this company? That old guy that keeps paying off whores? Jesus. All right. Next up, let's recap uh, this past Saturday's episode of NWA USA. Um, Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, Tim Storm, same awesome broadcast team. The first match, speaking of Jax Dane, our national heavyweight champion, he and Magic Jake Dumas, that kind of cool asshole magician with the cigarette in his mouth, taking on <laughs> Brett Buffshay, Brett Buffshay, and Thrill Billy Silas. By the way, that's the team that Dr. G and I are in the beer pong circuit in the Midwest. Just let you know. He's Brett Buffshay. I'm Thrill Billy Silas. That's our, <laughs> when we're in another promotion on the beer pong circuit, that's our names. Because we can't be Dr. G and the Podfather. That's only in New England, in the Northeast. When we're out in the Midwest, you know, doing the beer pong circuit for Vern Gagne, we're uh, Brett Buffshay and Throw Billy Silas. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. Yeah, All right. Jack's Dana, Magic, <laughs> Jack's Dana Magic, Jake Dumas won the match. Next, Chris oh. Silvio, the attorney for, for, uh, for uh, Jack's Dane, tells Kyle Davis that he has fulfilled his contractual obligations. Mercurio joins the conversation and says that he's not worried about his U.S. visa license because he has a MasterCard. Oh, Whatever funny. that means. Funny, funny. Okay. <laughs> ha ha. May Valentine had a stage interview with the Cardona family. Yeah. Wait, is, that, is that anything on it? If you're buying too many belts from handdobelts.com. Uh, May Valentine's with the Cardona family. Mike Knox says that Bully Ray has no idea what's coming to him. Coming up on next week's Power, Ricky Morton will take on one half of the Fixers, Wrecking Ball Ligurski. Second match, Jamie, a little, little a junior heavyweight action. Jamie Stanley taking on KC Rocks, who was uh, accompanied to the ring by Aaron Stevens, who apparently is the Bobby Heenan now of uh, the NWA. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was like everybody's manager now. <laughs> Yeah, everybody like six managers now. Um, Casey Rocks. Uh, Stevens delivered a cheap shot behind the referee's back. Rocks connects with the schoolboy roll-up to pick up the win. So I don't know if if uh, Aaron Stevens is now a heel manager in uh, in NWA, but he got a uh, win for his buddy, his boy Casey Rocks via a cheap shot uh, behind the ref's back. And the final match, a title match, Homicide defends the junior heavyweight championship against PJ Hawks. Of course, they're having, they've had a big little jaw-jacking feud since, uh, since the Crockett. I'm sorry, since uh, uh, Always Ready. Um, pretty good match, actually. Uh, check it out. The show's on YouTube. Uh, pretty good back and forth. Homicide wins with the Avalanche Koji Cutter and picks up the win. But uh, it was a good back and forth. It was very, very enjoyable. So uh, PJ Hawks got, gets his second shot at the junior heavyweight title cannot convert so homicide uh with the victory so that was this past champion so i i can't knock that um 
I don't know. I I just feel like um, going into a pay per view. I don't feel that buzz. I just feel like the storylines are all over the place. They really are. I got to think who who are probably the right now. Who are probably the most uh, consistent champions right now? Probably Camille, Camille and Homicide. Um, I mean the, right? the the national championship doesn't seem like it means anything. I mean, there's no buzz going on there. Well, it's because it's a guy nobody gives a shit about. Nobody cares about Jack Stein. He's a he's a terrible heel. He's an average wrestler. Um, yeah, he should. Somebody else should be national heavyweight champion. And, and he's defending the title in a match against a guy nobody fucking cares about. Yeah, I, I. What is it? What is it with Scion that? <laughs> just I don't know. He's still masked. Is he a heel? Because he's he's. Uh, is he a heel because he's. Uh, uh, um, what's his name's uh, son? Austin Idol. I, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like, um, I know, you know, they take these things ahead, but obviously they kind of knew what they wanted to do. I just, I don't know. I just, it's weird because the one thing that we loved about the NWA, yeah, I mean, there is definitely some imp- unpredictability, but at least some of the unpredictability was kind of fun. I, I just like. We're going to watch the pay-per-view anyway, but it just it's not something that's going to make people go, yeah, I got to see this match. I got to right. see Iris versus, uh, you know, Trevor Murdoch. I mean. Right. Yeah, I, I know. I just, I'm not sure where Billy's coming from all this. And yes, I mean, we're saying Billy because the buck stops with him. Obviously, he's got other people behind the scenes, but in the end, the buck stops with him. So he's making the decision to go through with this. And I just don't see where that's going to entice people to want to buy the pay-per-view. Hmm. I know. I, 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 I have no idea. Words to be honest with you, because I really just don't know what to say besides that. Um, it kind of sucks. I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, we, we've been pretty honest on the show and you know me, I was, I was Mr. NWA and, I don't know. I just I thought that that going into which I consider probably I guess NWA seventy four is kind of like their WrestleMania, and there's just not a buzz to it this time around. No, I think people. I hate to say it, and and you know maybe Billy doesn't want to admit it, but people love Nick Aldis. I'm sorry, and you're fucking with Nick Aldis, and now people think your card is crap. So. The Nick Aldis situation, I still think that's a, a work shoot. I really do. I don't know what your feelings are on it. I think it is, but... Because well, they wouldn't be putting, you know, on, on all the shows, they wouldn't be still putting his uh, um, supplement company on, you know, commercials right. on. There was issues. I mean... Listen, they did it with the whole Ric Flair's last match thing. I mean, it's not unprecedented, but I'd be surprised if it wasn't. And this, and like I said, the the main event of this match, you know, even if it was Trevor versus Pope, but then they put that on a regular power. So it's like, <laughs> just I don't, I don't get it. I just, yeah, I, I don't either. 
I don't either. Well, speaking of uh, power, um, we will do uh, uh, this past week's, which just aired a few days ago on the 9th on Fight TV. And at this point, if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, it is on uh, Fox. It's on YouTube. They wish it were on Fox. Um, (laughs) And uh, depending when you're listening to this, if it's the morning, uh, a new episode of NWA USA should be dropping in a couple of hours on, uh, on YouTube. All right, so let's go to this past Tuesday, the 9th, from the Skyway Studios in Nashville. Your broadcast team, the same, Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, and Tim Storm. Our opening match, a warm-up match, at least this match, this has like a WWF feel, like a heel messes up a babyface jobber in a gimmick that's going to be used at a pay-per-view. Mike Knox with VSK versus Devin Graves in a tables match, which makes perfect sense. Because Mike Knox is, of course, taking on Bully Ray in the tables match at NWA 74. So I kind of dig the the symmetry there of the, um, you know, the symmetry of uh, the fact that that Mike Knox is the heel and he's wrestling a, a jobber here in the gimmick that he's going to use at the pay-per-view. So I actually dig that. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, it's a quick little, I mean, and, and let me tell you something. De- Devin Graves is a big fucking dude. Um, they have a decent little back and forth. Knox eventually choke slams him through the table to pick up the win. So Mike Knox gets the victory. Uh, you know, nothing crazy, but a good squash to prepare you for that, for that tables match with Bully Ray at, uh, at NWA 74. Uh, May Valentine is with Angelina Love, who says she wants a piece of Camille and the world women's championship. I got to tell you, Dr. G, if there's one thing that Billy is not fucking up, it's the fact that he's making all of these women want one thing and one thing only. And that's the Burke around Camille's waist. So the, the that's women's, one thing I have to admit is good. Very strong in the NWA. I have no complaints about the women's division at all. I really don't. Everybody, every time we watch a promo, somebody wants a piece of the title. And we're going to have we, we have the uh, participants for the Burke. And I'll get to those uh, in a few minutes. But they're all, every time a woman cuts a promo, it's all about one thing, wanting Camille and wanting that women's title. So that's been that's been the best booking. The rest of it's kind of slop but uh, in terms of the titles, but this has been pretty awesome. Everybody wants the Burke. Then we have a promo with Jordan Clearwater and Black G's about the church's money and yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm getting confused, though, Doctor, because... Like, is the church's money a sub-faction of Idolmania Sports Management? Yeah, again, another another um, storyline where it's like... Who's who? I haven't seen Austin Idol cut a promo in weeks. Yeah, it, it, it's... I understand that they tape... I don't know, I, I just... It's very disappointing. It's like, I feel like, you know, you feel like you're getting into into something and then you don't see it, like... Is Black G's part of, you know, Austin Idol's faction? Are they not? I mean, it's just all over the place. I mean, on his tweet, as part of the promo, he does tweet Tyrus and Austin Idol and Marche and Jordan Clearwater. And I said, so I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But is like the church's money a sub-faction of Idolmania Sportsman? I don't know. Our second match is Ricky Morton the Hall of Famer, taking on one half of the Fixers, Wrecking Ball, Ligurski. Uh, quick match here. Um, 
Ligurski talks smack to Morton in the middle. This is in the climax. Ligurski with a tomahawk chop, then Morton displaying his fighting spirit. Ligurski regains momentum in the corner, then continues to work on the left shoulder. He headbutts Morton, then a falling, another falling headbutt. He, he is picking Morton to pieces because he should because Ricky Morton's old. Ligurski removes the top turnbuckle pad. He backs Morton into the turnbuckles. Morton sidesteps Ligurski into the exposed steel. Ligurski is groggy, and Morton rolls him up and picks up the upset victory. So Ricky Morton, one half of one of the greatest tag teams of all time, the Rock and Roll Express, picks up the victory. I, mean, I understand the Ricky Morton credit for his age. I mean, he does move relatively well. Mm-hmm. For, I mean, he's in his 60s, you know? Um, yes. He was with a big lumbering guy in Ligurski, but um, I don't know if I would have put Ricky Morton over there. I would think, you know, at his age now, it's time It's time to, you know, pay back and put some, you know, put some of the younger guys over. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this has to do with his son. We'll get to his son in a minute. Um, our next match, little junior heavyweight action, Jordan Clearwater, who's part of the church's money, who actually I think is pretty good heel. He's actually in pretty good shape. He's got the whole gold thing going on. Um, he's actually in pretty good shape. I, I like him. I think he's actually a pretty good heel. He's a good, good card heel, yep. Yeah. He takes on Joe Alonzo, no relation to the polar bear of the New York Mets. Um, it's actually not even spelled the same. Uh, and <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, decent match. Um, Alonzo with some forearm shivers. Uh, Clearwater sends Alonzo chest first into turnbuckles. Clearwater with a belly-to-back suplex for two. Then he reapplies the rear chin lock. Alonzo attacks the midsection, then whips Clearwater across the ring, and then hits a belly-to-back suplex. He shoves him. Another hip toss. Alonzo getting a lot of uh, uh, offense here at the end. A uh, couple of arm drags, then he pops back to his feet. Uh, hits a knife edge chop, then Clearwater goes for a sunset flip, but Alonzo counters with a super kick for two. Clearwater avoids the springboard moonsault. He <coughs> Alonzo rolls under a clothesline from Clearwater. Alonzo hits the cutter, really crisp cutter, by the way, for two. Clearwater holds on to the ropes, then connects with a Midas touch to pick up the win. So Jordan Clearwater gets uh, the victory in a very good little uh, junior heavyweight title match. Incidentally, Doctor, another thing that I found very interesting is that the last several episodes of Power, uh, you know, earlier in the year, Power would average between 50 and an, minutes and an hour. And lately I've noticed Power has been very short. And this episode, uh, this past Tuesday, barely, barely hit 40 minutes. The way you think you would be building up to the pay-per-view, you'd get some more time. It's less time. That right. Makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm just going to tell it like it is. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting overly excited at the moment. So uh, I know we uh, we do have an updated match card, which I'm, I'd love to go over because we can. Yes, we're going to. Yes, we're going to do that. Uh, we got one more match, and then, we, and then we're going to dive into the card because we, we, we need some time to really hash this out. Because the main event is a huge fucking deal. Um, it's Which Trevor Murdoch. Match, to be honest. What's that? This should have been a pay-per-view match. Yeah, this should be the main event of NWA 74. Trevor Murdoch, the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, taking on the Pope in a non-title match. And this match should be the main event uh, of night two. And the Pope should be the world's heavyweight champion. Something something tells me, and this is just, again, maybe I'm just being too predictable, but the way things would used to be and, you know, Billy is not conventional. Something just tells me that Pope is going to cost Murdoch the title. 
at NWA 74. Which mm. would not really be a great. <laughs> no, because because that means it would be Tyrus to become the champion. I don't know which guy want champion at this point. I'm curious so, if the whole thing ends in a shit show because we still have the Nick Aldis factor as well. So, all right. So, fun match uh, because I love watching these two wrestle. Murdoch punches Pope back and forth. He repeatedly stomps on Pope's chest, then a corner clothesline. Murdoch sends Pope to the corner. Pope hits Murdoch with a back elbow smash, but then Murdoch hits the spine buster for two. He hammers down on the back of Pope's neck. Murdoch with forearm shivers. Murdoch kicks Pope in the chest, then an elbow smash. He applies the abdominal stretch, then goes for a flying elbow drop, but Pope ducks out of the way. Pope then kicks Murdoch in the face, then clotheslines him. He hits a double-handed chop. Murdoch reverses out of the Irish whip, but then Pope hits a flying forearm smash. Pope hits a tw- hits 12 by 6 elbows. Uh, Murdoch dumps Pope over the top rope. Murdoch goes for a body slam, but Pope lands back on his feet. Pope inadvertently clotheslines the steel ring post. Murdoch got Pope in a position for a pile driver on the floor. Murdoch hesitates, does not pull the trigger, and both men are counted out. Murdoch leaves Pope laying on the floor as the show goes off the air. So I actually I actually liked the match and I liked the ending because I feel like things are ambiguous now. I think Ador, your your theory may hold a little bit of water, Doctor, because I feel like that uh, the end of this match kind of opened the door for it. What do you think? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, because I don't really see them doing anything on the next in the next few weeks. So here's a chance for Pope to get back at Trevor. Um, and that would, you know, that would be the case. And and then maybe maybe then um, you have a grudge match with those two. And then maybe Pope eventually goes for the world title. I mean, I just feel like the Pope has just been like he's been kind of jobbed out a lot or, you know, like, yeah, I don't know if something's going on behind the scenes. I don't know if he's doing something else, another promotion. Or if he's doing something. The best talker. <laughs> he is. He's absolutely uh, the best talker in the NWA. Yeah. And he definitely, um, I mean, he could be a great heel or uh, he could be a, a good face too. So, I mean, uh, but I would have loved to have seen this match. As a pay-per-view match, that's what yeah. I would. If you're gonna if you're gonna replace Nick Aldis, give me the Pope. Yep, I yep. think many would agree. Yep, me too. But I, uh, I mean, I, the storyline because they they used to be good friends and they drove. You know, like kind of alluding maybe even to their WWE days. To get, you know, like. I like that part of it. I just wish that they would have built this up for the pay-per-view match, but I do think that the Pope is going to play some kind of role. Uh, I think both Pope and Nick Aldis are going to play some kind of a role. I think both are. So there's your uh, power recap. We hope uh, you enjoyed it. Uh, it is, it'll be, by the time you listen to this uh Uh, Power will be on YouTube as well. So if you don't have the Fight TV all-access package, um, you could watch the show on uh, on YouTube along with NWA USA. All right. So here we go. Here is uh, the up-to-date card. 13 matches spread um, spread across two nights. I did say that the World Tag Team title... This must have just happened today because this was not uh, 
This was not uh, on Wikipedia earlier today. It is now, though. Um, so uh, here we go. Night one. Bully Ray will take on Mike Knox in a tables match. Yeah, it doesn't sound to me that kind of looks forward to that. If it's booked violently. All right, Billy. All right, Billy. Just let some. We need some blood. We need some violence. Make this mean something. Stop. Don't fuck around and do some kind of weird fucking whatever the hell is in your head bullshit. And just let the two pound the shit out of each other. Just let them fight. Right? Violence. Right? It's what we need. We need some blood. The Burke Invitational, where the winner will take on the winner of the title match later in the night, the next night, for the for the uh, women's title. Your participants are Samantha Starr, managed by my perfect 10, Baby Doll. Yeah. That's good to see Baby Doll back. Kylan King, Tootie Lynn, Missa Kate, Max the Impaler, Maddie Rankowski, Angelina Love, Genocide, Natalia Markova, and one to-be-announced participant, which I think is going to be Mickey James. Because, you know, who else would it be? Homicide will defend the Junior Heavyweight Championship against Kerry Morton, Ricky's kid. Camille will defend the World Women's title against Taya Valkyrie. Jax Dane will defend the National Heavyweight title against Scion. Oh, exciting. Smell the virate. Matt Cardona is back. I told you that the injury was not as bad as people thought. Matt Cardona is wrestling at NWA 74 against TBA. Will that be Nick Aldis? Ah, yeah. Maybe get the whole Billy storyline. Maybe we'll figure out if he's going to be the true heel Billy that we're kind of expecting. I know. Because <laughs> right now we think of him as a heel anyway. <laughs> right, pretty much. Uh, guess who else is wrestling on night one? Mims! And he's Mims. taking on EC3. Yes, Ethan Carter the third will be making an appearance in the NWA. Which means Mims is going to job. Yay! Way to pay those dues, kid. You think? You think that? Yeah, probably. EC3 is not going to job to Mims. It's not happening. Yeah, probably not. Fucking sucks. And just announced earlier today, as we're recording on Friday, earlier today, or Thursday, the NWA World Tag Team Titles on the line, the rematch. The Commonwealth Connection of Doug Williams and Harry Smith against La Rebellion. Best just 666 and Mecha Wolf. With Damien 666, who's best just dad. That'll be a good match, though. That'll be it's a always good match. Good match. I'll, I'll, that'll get me a little juiced. I'm kind of interested in to see the Matt Cardona thing. Um, Billy Ray and Mike Knox, like you said, if it's booked correctly, I kind of look forward to that. The, the tag title match, which we just mentioned. And obviously, I look forward to Camille. Um, and, you know, the um, the gauntlet match, that could also be pretty good for the NWA World Women's Championship. So, you know what? Maybe not too, too bad. 
I mean, I think well, we're they- a little, the first night, I think we're a little upset because the EC3 coming in with Mims and, you know, Homicide, Homicide's a great, been a great champion. So Homicide versus Kerry Morton, I, I mean, it's not going to make me want to like buy it because that match, but I know at least I think we'll get a decent match. So I think the first night, um, maybe the Jacks Scion match is probably the one we don't really care about. Nope. Nope, we but don't. Not too, too bad. What do you think? I, uh, I don't, you know, I'm uh, not- no, every, uh, no, every match on paper actually isn't that bad. Um, we, we won't do our official predictions. We'll wait, of course, for a couple weeks well, when we do the listen, official. And, you know, there are a lot of Bully Ray haters out there, and I get it because, you know, sometimes he puts that on himself. But, um, you know, but I, Mike Knox is a pretty good heel. I, I don't know. I just think I think if it's booked correctly, it could actually be an entertaining match, something different. It's a tables match. I know that they had one this past week on Power, but that was more of a squash tables match for the most part. Right. So. Right. I, I, if it's booked correctly, I think it could be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, so night one isn't that bad. Now we won't do any. We're not going to make any picks now. We will wait to the uh, the preview episode of the Saturday special, which will be uh, two weeks from this morning. We will do our official uh, preview of, and that's where we'll do our predictions. But for that, I will just say this: for that gauntlet, I have who I want to win and who I think is going to win. I have two different picks there. So that's night one. Night two, there's five matches right now. Uh, of course, the big one. Trevor Murdoch defending the World's Heavyweight Championship against the television champion, Tyrus. We have the uh, Tag Team Battle Royal for the reinstated NWA United States Tag Team Championships. Here are the participants. Gold Rush which is the team of Jordan Clearwater and Marche Rocket. The Miserably Faithful, Sal the Pal and Matt Rotella's favorite wrestler, Gags the Gimp. Uh, the Now, Hale Collins and Vic Dalishus. The Ill-Begotten, Alex Taylor and Rush Freeman. Rough and Ready, Devin Graves and Deontay. The Fixers, Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski. Hawks Airy, The Country Gentleman, AJ Kazana and Anthony Andrews. Team Ambition, Mike Outlaw and Camara. Uh, Camaro Jackson and one team to be announced. Mm. So, um, go get that team. I don't know, but there's one team that hasn't been mentioned, and that is the Dirty Sexy Boys have not been mentioned. Of course, I wish we still had the Briscoes, but they're in Tony Khan's Ring of Honor, loaded with Coke. Uh, so we, he can't. They can't be here. So we'll see. Once again, I have who I think is going to win and who I want to win. We have our second women's title match of the weekend as the Camille Taya Valkyrie winner will take on the Burke Invitational winner. We have a Kings Highway street fight for the world women's tag team titles. Yes, the Hex, Allison Kay and Marty Bell will get their rematch with Pretty Empowered of Ella Envy and Kenzie Page. So that, that should be a fun little fight. Yeah. And actually, uh, Doctor, we have a visiting championship match. MLW is donating one of their champions, one half of the old American Wolves, Davey Richards, who is uh, the MLW National Openweight Champion. He will defend the title against Thrill Billy Silas, one half of the greatest beer pong team in the Midwest. Look at that. Boyo Del Mar. Championship on the line, too. There you go. So, um, 
it doesn't suck, but I think the big thing for me right now, and again, we'll get more into this next week and, of course, the week after when we do the official preview episode, is who comes out of these two battle royals. Yeah, I mean, with the the Trevor Murdoch, um, Tyrus match is not going to change, so we got to just deal with it, and hopefully there'll be some kind of something come out of that storyline. Um, I think the women are going to, are going to steal the show both nights. That's my prediction. I agree. Um, I agree. And I think Commonwealth connection and La Rebellion are going to tear the house down again. I agree. I agree. Uh, as for that, now this is my pick. Now it may change, but I'll do my official pick. But at the moment, I want Genocide to win. I think Angelina Love's going to win. But that's just me. I'm not that, right. I'm ready to make my predictions yet. That, that, that may change in two weeks. But everyone knows that I want my girl Genocide to, to be the world champion eventually. So but we'll see. Um, so there is uh, your updated NWA 74 card. Um. Keep you tabs of it next week on the show when we uh, recap this week's uh, today's NWA USA and then this coming Tuesday's Power. Check out everything here on the PTB Wrestling Network. We had a busy week this week. We had a uh, new episode of uh, Wrestling's Chicken Salad last week, SummerSlam 1995. Uh, new episode of Highway to the Impact Zone dropped. New episode, Doctor, of you gentlemen, NWA Crock and Roll. You guys. Four-parter on what a busy month May of 1986 was. You guys did four parts on May of 1986. So check that out. You'll enjoy it. Yes. Uh, Coming up this coming week, uh, we will uh, have a new episode of uh, the Place to Be podcast, JR and I. One Night Stand 2008. Check that out. Also, this coming week will be the 200th episode of Place to Be Nation's main event. So that should be a lot of fun. We're going to have a full house. Myself, the Sheriff Pete Schirmacher, the Godfather Nate Milton, the Conscience of Place to Be Nation, Steve Willie will return, and some other special guests will be joining us as well. So that should be very fun. NWA, yes, Place to Be Nation's main event, episode 200, will be dropping at the end of uh next week also will be a new episode of uh through the looking glass myself and dave hall it'll be a SummerSlam themed episode so look forward to that should be a lot of fun uh you can follow me on twitter at scott c Podfather. you can follow the doctor on twitter at dr g ptb and of course please follow the brand on twitter at ptb and wrestling uh busy week get your ballots in i know i've kind of slacked off on saying this the last several weeks get your ballots in for your for the uh, great the uh, revisited greatest GWWE superstar project, Doctor tore my old bracket to shreds and my old uh, my old uh, ballot, so I'm gonna have to you know fix it. Um, I know, I know. Doctor G wants me to put for number one on the greatest WWE superstar of all time, Dwayne Gill. <laughs> Uh, it's like SD Jones, okay. It's, no, what, there's nothing wrong with SD Jones. 
There's nothing wrong with Coco Beware or D'Lo Brown. What if what if I put Jose Luis Rivera or Mario Mancini? They were they were reliable superstars in their day. The Brooklyn Brawler. The Brooklyn Brawler. Sal G from Providence, Rhode Island. AJ Petruzzi. Gino Carabello from Comac, New York, as uh, J.R. City Otomato likes to say. AJ Petruzzi was from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. What about Frankie Williams from Columbus, Ohio? Columbus, Ohio. Did you ever lose matches in Columbus, Ohio? Yeah. I never <laughs> lost a match in Columbus, Ohio. And of course, the guy affectionately called by Matt Rotella, the pizza man, big Salvatore Belomo. Remember him? The pizza man. <laughs> Did Matt Rotella call him the pizza man? One of faves, I'm sure. I like the fact that the guy, he used to go on TNT and cut out pages of the WWF magazine to make those stupid fucking ships. That's why you're a jobber, okay? Um, uh, your dad heckled guys at house shows, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. He, he hated the baby faces, right? Oh, he liked, no. He liked when bad guys knocked over kids so Except was, yours, uh, because he paid for yours, right? <laughs> he, was, um, he, he was a big, big Piper fan. Oh, yeah. So is my brother. Yeah. My brother was the heel in the family. He liked Piper. He loved the hammer. Greg Valentine. Now you're the heel. Now I'm the heel. Uh, so that'll do it for this week's episode of the NWA Saturday special. Thank you for joining us. We apologize for the unexpected hiatus, but uh, we had some scheduling stuff. So, but we're back. We're back. The man behind the mask. Uh, so we'll join you next week. And don't forget, of course, the final week of August is big NWA 74 weekend. We'll have, of course, uh, the uh, preview special on Saturday morning. Then, of course, two nights of Place to Be Nation Twitch feed alternate commentary. Myself, the doctor, the kettle man, Callum McDougal, the treasure, Sean Sean Kidd. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, the doctor and I will have your reaction special, which will drop that Monday morning here on the feed. So uh, looking forward to the great weekend of NWA 74. And then, of course, then we'll look ahead to the next pay-per-view, which will likely be in December, which will be, of course, Hard Times 3, we hope. Unless Billy names it something stupid like, you know, Ariel Hayes or, you know, Cosmic Sharts or whatever the fuck he wants to call it. He's shit he seems to be fucking hammered all the time. Anyway. Uh, have a wonderful week. Stay cool. We'll talk to you next Saturday morning. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao.